I got my first car about five years ago. It was a 98 Golf. Kind of heavy, kind of slow, pretty small, but I really liked it. It was the first time that I had my own space. I owned it. I maintained it. I kept it somewhat clean. It was really cool. I spent a lot of time driving. I live outside the city, let's say about an hour drive from downtown. Now, if you're like me and you want to occasionally go out and be out downtown, you need to drive there if you live outside the city. So with me driving so much, it really became like a second home to me. I drove more and more from place to place, sometimes driving people, sometimes inviting people over. It really felt like it was my own house on wheels. I started getting really comfortable with that fact. Maybe too comfortable, some would say. I sleep in my car often. Now, when I say that, people usually get a little weird about it. They think I'm homeless, or the ones who know me think that I have maybe family issues or something is going on at home. That's not the case. I just live far from where I want to live. So I end up driving all the way back and forth between different places all the time. Now, let me give you a scenario. So you get off work and you have about two or three hours before the time that you want to go do something downtown. Your work is in between your house and where you want to be, which is downtown. It's about a half-hour drive to downtown or a half-hour drive home. If you only have two or three hours, do you really want to spend the time driving back home and going back out? If you want to take a nap, what do you do? I think the right answer to that question is to sleep in the car. But let me take a second there. As far as I understand, in my city here in Vancouver, BC, it's illegal to sleep in your car. The reason, as far as I understand, is that you have a risk of having someone trying to break into your car, maybe harm you, or if you're sleeping on the side of the road, someone could hit your car and you could die. Understandable. But there's a lot of times where a quick nap can really change things. If you're off work and you're tired, a quick nap can really change the night. You feel like you're re-energized and you want to go out there again rather than go to sleep very soon. Or sometimes you may be too tired to drive back out Maybe you've drank a little too much. And again, I don't advise this, but as long as you keep the car off and you're sleeping in the passenger seat, and I think it's the right thing to do rather than drinking and driving. You want to try and park in a parking lot, but not a monitored one so no one's bothering you constantly. Go straight into the spot. Usually you get less light coming at your face that way and less people looking at you as you're sleeping. But you need a few things in a car if you want to go ahead and do this. This is also a good idea if you're going on a long road trip or if you, like me, drive around a lot just because you need to get from place to place. I took a picture of this. I'll put it in the show notes, pacingbrain.com slash four. This is all the stuff that I keep in my car regularly. It's not absolutely everything, but it's almost everything that I could pull out. I consider them all pretty important for this sort of living. One thing that you're going to need if you live in a cold area like I do is an ice scraper. You need a really good one, so pay as much as you need to get a really, really good one when you need to get in and out of your car. Remember, it's it's like your house. You want to be able to really, really get comfortable in it. So what else? You need food and water. Bring a water bottle along. One that's big enough to actually give you enough water as well as fit in your cup holders. 
Cliff Bars are my favorite snack of choice, and they don't go bad as quickly as a banana does, so have a couple of those with you as well. I like to take a couple of beers with me, obviously never drinking in the car, but sometimes you go somewhere and people are bringing beers along, you have something with you, you're never out of a beer, you always have a couple of beers with you. Again, never drinking in the car and never driving after drinking them. You need something to open them, so have a little bottle opener. Mine has a corkscrew on it too, I don't drink wine, but some people do. A few things for personal hygiene, like a deodorant, chapstick. I even have eye drops in mine. I bring bug spray. I've got uh, sunscreen here. A pair of sunglasses are not a bad idea. I have polarized prescription ones because I need glasses and I drive. I have a bottle of Tabasco because a lot of restaurants don't have any sort of good hot sauce. So I take that with me into restaurants if I need to. Some Altoids, mints, just to freshen your mouth a little bit. Doesn't actually solve the problem with bad breath, unfortunately. Now, technology-wise, hopefully you have an iPhone or something to be able to guide you around with maps and to be able to sort of keep you connected in those times they get bored. That covers a lot of it. Make sure to have a good car charger, a really fast one. I have one that takes two USB, so if you have friends in the car, then they have their own cable they can plug in there as well. I have a pair of headphones for when I need to take it on the go. And some sort of Bluetooth system for the car doesn't hurt as well if you're ever taking calls there or if you need the audio to play around. Really convenient for podcasts like this one. Let's see, what else? There's a little emergency kit that I have with me. It's just like Band-Aids and a bunch of emergency stuff. Mine's probably too small at this point for what I do, but you can get a pretty decent sized one. It doesn't cost you that much, maybe 30 bucks at the most for a pretty intense one. My parents bought me an uh, emergency reflective vest thing from Ikea. Uh, this thing's pretty good if you ever need to take off and your car breaks down. Again, if you're driving a lot, your car may break down. But get a nice, reliable Japanese like I do, and you'll probably be okay. And keep in mind, it's not like I have an RV that I'm driving around. I drive a Honda Prelude. It's a sports coupe, so it's not a big car at all. I crank the passenger seat back, and I just lie back on it because the back seats are no good. They're way too squished together, and there's a fucking sex blocker right in the middle of them. I'm sure there was a reason that thing is there, but boy, that thing is annoying. Thank God there's a sunroof on top. Maybe I won't go into too much detail about that. Okay, a few things I can't forget. One is a beach towel. Now, this is awesome if you're ever uh, driving by somewhere and you need to lay down something to sit on, like a beach. And this makes a perfect little blanket for inside the car when you're sleeping, if it gets cold where you live, like it is here. Uh, I also have a rain jacket in the back of the car. A frisbee, a pair of scissors, a box of condoms, or even take it to the next level and have a box of Plan B. Emergency contraception, that is. Oh, and prop your iPhone up on something, like a car mount. You can get a really, really good suction cup one that you can get uh, probably for about 40 bucks, 60 bucks. This stuff wasn't picked randomly. I spent quite a bit of time researching and finding the best things to put in the car. I'll link to all this crap in the show notes, so you can go have a look. If you buy them, I'll get a few bucks out of it too. That's pacingbrain.com slash four. Honestly, it's not that I haven't thought of other methods. What else can I do in this situation? I've looked at a lot of methods that I think are viable. You might be saying, hey, why don't you just move out? Well, moving out costs a lot of money. I want to buy a place that's not cheap. I don't have that kind of money right at this moment for the place that I want to buy. Okay, what about alternatives? I've considered a few. I started off thinking maybe I can move into a office. 
you know, you rent an office out for a few months and you live there. But that's just as illegal, and it's also got its own set of problems. Plus, it costs a lot of money, a lot more than your car insurance would. If you want to be central and look at a city, you're looking at pretty much renting somewhere in the middle of the city, so that's not going to go. I thought about public storage. You might think I'm a little crazy, and you're probably right. But public storage actually costs quite a bit too. If you want good public storage that's enough space to actually live in for a while, it uh, it ends up costing quite a bit, just as much as a small office mate. And lastly, I thought about a bike locker. It's about a hundred bucks a year, but there's uh, there's not really enough room to actually lie in there. For what I've seen, you can't always get one exactly where you want either. But talk about fucking cheap solution to this problem. And then there's just plain being homeless. Uh, you might also be thinking, okay, why do you have to sleep in between, uh, you know, what you're doing? And I, one thing, I like sleeping. Uh, two, sometimes it's necessary, as I discussed before. And I don't really have another good reason for it. I just like sleeping. I have run into one problem, though. Hopefully you won't face this. But lately, when I sleep in the car for a little more than a few minutes... I actually have this reoccurring nightmare. I get woken up really startled as soon as I hear a car beep around me. I have this dream where I'm in a traffic situation and cars are behind me honking and I've fallen asleep at the wheel. Now this has happened over and over the past few times and I'm not really feeling good about it. I can still sleep sometimes, but every time this starts up, it usually goes on for a little while and it's uh, pretty annoying. So I don't know. Maybe reconsider sleeping in your car and actually uh, find a place to live.